0: You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5 Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Radio News Bulletin. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. And of course, uh, Errol Parker is usually with me, but he's uh, he's away at the moment. He's gone to see a man about a dog up in Baduri. And we'll let him sort his business. I'm joined today by Wendell Hussey, newsreader to the stars,
1: newsreader to the Diamantina. How are you, Wendell? Very well, thank you, Clancy. Great to be here. It's been a relatively long week for us. Didn't get to take any time off over the weekend there, unfortunately, but it is what it is. How are you? Well, thanks, mate. I'm doing all right. What's in the news? Well, we'll start off with one of the bigger national stories this week, and the headline was actually a quote from Michael McCormack, And it said this, I will get this plague jab directly into my fucking brain. It is that safe. Yes, there was some big news
0: on the vaccine front this week with it set to hit our shores soon, apparently. And the Deputy Prime
1: Minister has promised to show the people who have some doubts that it's all good to go. Yeah, he said in a telephone call with us earlier this week, I don't give a fuck. I know this thing's fucking safe as, and I will get it injected right into my brain on live TV. I'll even let fucking Carl Stefanovic do it. Very emotive from the Deputy Prime Minister there. Mm. Unusual from him unless he's speaking about Black Lives Matter protests. And there was a comment on that one from Peter Derbyshire who said, Mr McCormack doesn't need to go on live TV and get the vaccine into his brain. He just needs to say it's as safe as winning a sports grant in a marginal seat. Yes. Now in some other news of significance around the nation, anthropologists have revealed that they are actually unable to identify what Aussie Proud Boys in American sportswear are proud of. As this report found, this bunch of blokes known as the Proud Boys are quite
0: confusing to the outsider and potentially confuse themselves. They are described as a far-right, neo-fascist, male-only, white nationalistic political organisation that engages in political violence in an effort to celebrate their pride in the achievements of white culture.
1: But one of the great questions that the anthropologists leading this study have struggled with, Clancy, is what exactly are these blokes proud of? Well, yes, that's correct.
0: Their alleged pride in their culture has immediately been ruled out due to the fact that the Australian Proud Boys are unable to list any examples of their own cultural excellence, outside of pointing to the political achievements of Donald Trump, and after a few beers, even Adolf Hitler. Now, the fact that majority of the entourage were wearing NBA merchandise during yesterday's march implies that they are mostly interested in sports dominated by African-American athletes, which makes us even more confusing. We don't know what they're proud of. We think they're proud of their freedom of speech to say whatever they like
1: about people that aren't white yeah it is very confusing hopefully they get a development proposal for a mosque in their living area so they can refocus their identity on that going forward now in some local news a local man's year has started off with a bang after the timing chain in his holden Captiva finally snaps. Yes, if it hasn't happened to you,
0: it makes a real bang when it happens. It gives you quite a fright indeed, it's happened to me. Now this bloke called Glenn, who Errol spoke to at a pub earlier this week, says he was overtaking two road trains at the time of the bang, pushing the lazy Captiva all the way up to 7,400
1: RPM, only to have the timing chain explode within the engine. Not ideal at all. Tim Jarvis weighed into that story, a local mechanic I believe he is. He said, Captivas and cruisers pay my mortgage. I wish everyone owned one. I'd be a millionaire. You probably already are in cash, mate, and you know that as well as I do. Bit of an interesting story now from foreign shores, and inspired by Australia Day, the Irish have hosted their first ever celebration of British arrival. Yes, inspired by us here in Australia
0: and the celebration of the British invasion of the Aboriginal people's land in Botany Bay, the Irish have decided it's time to act like a grown-up country, like Australia, and treat the English imperialism the way we do. Ireland's Prime Minister, Michael Martin, says after a century of putting bombs under cars and assassinating British royals, the Irish want to revise their own history like Australia has done and rewrite the British arrivals, the British invaders even, as happy-go-lucky whitefellas as we have. So from now on, Ireland, centre of Dublin will be celebrating UK Day. And the Irish Prime Minister said from this day on, anyone who has an issue with the UK Day celebrations are nothing but a bunch of left-wing whinging snowflakes.
1: There you go. Good to see Ireland has moved on from the troubles. And we'll wrap up now with a story from the sports world, and it's about a geriatric Christian making her annual return to the spotlight to get roasted by everyone. Yes, old Margaret Court's been wheeled back out into the spotlight again this year with plenty of
0: controversy being caused by her... Receiving an OAM for her charity
1: work Despite the fact that she has some pretty questionable views On her fellow Australians Yeah, genuinely shocking, isn't it That a 78-year-old white reverend Has some concerning views on homosexuality It blew my mind, it blew my mind I thought she would
0: be in the same boat as Tom Tilly, Triple J Kind of, you know, the public figures that we aspire
1: to but yeah, she's really disappointed, it's old Margaret. Yeah, really weird. As someone who's received an OAM yourself, Clancy, Clancy Overall OAM, how do you feel about, about her joining your esteemed company?
0: Look, mate, I've got my own demons, I've got my own flaws, and uh, I received mine for a very different reason. It happened under Sir Joe. I was, you know, heavily endorsed. Um, but, you know, everything that surrounded that time, uh, surrounded me at that time, surrounded that government, is, you know... Sh- we, we prefer not to talk about it. So I'm just going to keep my head down on this one.
1: Yeah, you probably wouldn't be getting it in this day and age, but you won't be Kerry obrien and handing it back in. Or Absolutely refusing not. to accept it. Absolutely not. Okay, there you go. Well, that is our wrap of the news week for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and all three of us will hopefully be back in seven days' time with another round of big stories from the Batuta Advocate. Until then, see you later. Hooroo.